1: Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC podcast.
0: This is Play Me, your digital theater. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen, and I'm Chris Tolley.
1: Welcome to Play Me, your ticket to some of the hottest shows by award-winning playwrights. We're back with a conclusion to the funny and revealing Sexy Laundry by Michelle Rimmel.
0: If you missed parts one and two, here's a quick recap to help you catch up. Alice has dragged Henry, her husband of 25 years, to a posh hotel to try and put some heat back in their marriage. Armed with a copy of Sex for Dummies, Alice tries to rekindle their passion, but Henry doesn't have sex on his mind. He's been keeping the secret of getting passed over for a coveted partner position at work. When Henry finally shares his true erotic fantasy, Alice is left feeling old, insecure, and invisible. This is the conclusion to Sexy Laundry by Michelle Rimmel.
3: I just saw it so clearly, Henry What I've become What we've become
2: You hit your head, Alice
3: I cleared my head
2: You brought me here to tell me that you want a divorce?
3: I brought you here to see what's left of us
2: What's left of us is us
3: I don't know if that's enough
2: Enough It is what it is
3: what is that
2: it's us henry and alice married 25 years three kids a house in a good neighborhood nice friends is this some kind of test alice 25 years up against two days if we don't have sex here we get a divorce are are we really talking about this i guess you guess jesus christ divorce is not a word you just throw around That crosses the line, Alice. You think because you're looking at yourself that gives you the right to cross all these lines? Everything is so goddamn disposable?
3: I just want things to be as good as they could be.
2: Look around, Alice. Look around. Nothing is as good as it could be. Nothing turns out exactly as we want it to. That's life. Maturity is accepting that. You make the best of it.
3: We used to make dinner together. I help cook. Let me finish. We used to cook together. And now you chop and I stir. We're in the same room, that's all. I don't want to go along because we've been going along.
2: We have a marriage. That's not just going along. Oh,
3: so we have a marriage. Lots of people have that.
2: Lots of people do not have what we have. Lots of people want what we have. Right. You don't just get what we have, Alice. You can't buy this. We had to build it, and it took 25 years. It took part-time jobs and two university degrees and one rental apartment after another and our first house and three children And you are scared with breast cancer and my goddamn back and too many goddamn get-togethers with your family and getting up every day and going to bed every day. Together, that's us. The foundation, the walls, the bricks, the mortar, the roof. You may not like the facade, but that's us. And it's got to be worth something.
3: I'm not talking about our history, Henry. I'm talking about how we feel about each other. Why it feels different. Why you're different.
2: We're just older, Alice. Contrary to popular culture, people do get older.
3: You used to crank the music when you drove.
2: You hated it when I did that.
3: I hate it more that you don't do it anymore. I
2: can't win with you. Here, write it down. Just give me the script. What Henry should say, what Henry should do.
3: Look, it's not that you don't crank the music or dance. It's that you don't even try.
2: I don't want to dance. I never have. It's not a defect of character. We're in a rut, Henry,
3: and we're not doing anything about it.
2: Well, trying to fit into some stupidly chic hotel and and make it on some very expensive thin sheets will not change us, Alice. We don't fit in here. And the problem is, I don't even want to, and you do.
3: Maybe that is the problem.
2: Look, you know when you go to a dinner party and you walk into the main room and the first thing you see is one of those lazy boy recliners mixed in with some nice furniture? Your first thought is, wow, tacky chair. But what's your second thought?
3: Nice drapes?
2: No. I want to sit in that chair. I hope I get that chair. Because it's comfortable and it's going to be a long night. And I want to be comfortable and relaxed and enjoy the party. I want to sit in the recliner. The recliner is good for sitting. A chair should be good for sitting.
3: Oh, God, please. I am not a lazy boy recliner in the living room of life. Henry, this is your most insulting metaphor to date. Am I leather, at least, or just a bad synthetic? I'm old, worked in, is that it? What the hell are you, then, a TV stand, a pool no, table?
2: No, no, you're not the recliner. We are our marriage. We have a comfortable life. We're comfortable together.
3: I can be comfortable with a dog. Comfortable is not passionate.
2: And this is? You say you're here to be passionate, and all of you've done so far is talked about what's not working. And now you're talking about Divorce. Not exactly a turn-on.
3: I'm telling you how I feel.
2: Well, here's a news flash for you, Alice. I know how you feel. You feel disappointed. You feel frustrated. You feel tired. You feel like you're doing all the work. You feel like I'm not good enough for you. And you know what, Alice? I'm starting to feel the same way. Henry. Sometimes at night, when I drive up to the house, I just sit in the car because I don't want to come in. I don't want to see you. You and the disappointment on your face. I have dreams too, Alice. Desires. Do I make an issue of it? No. What's the point? I can't give in to my disappointment, Alice, or yours. I have to keep showing up. I may never have a chance to create my Golden Gate Bridge, but I have to appreciate what I have, what we have. And if it's not enough for you, maybe you're right.
3: I didn't know that what about your golden gate bridge
2: it's just an example it's not important
3: it is important I want to know stuff Henry about you I'm so bored of how was your day fine if you're thinking about the girl on the beach even fine Alice no really even if you're thinking about having an affair with her I understand I understand why you'd be sick of me
2: I'm not sick of you.
3: I am.
2: Maybe I do want the girl on the beach sometimes.
3: I understand. She's young. She's beautiful.
2: She's happy. Happy. You used to laugh all the time. You have the greatest laugh, Alice. And I can hardly remember what it sounds like.
3: Well... Maybe I need someone to tell me a joke once in a while.
2: Here you go again. Blame me.
3: I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying that you're a part of this. If I'm not happy with us, you're a part of us.
2: I can't make you happy.
3: I don't expect you to make me happy. I just expect that you might want to be part of the equation, part of the solution, involved.
2: We're fine.
3: And is fine good enough for you, Henry? I don't know. You're not even willing to look.
2: I am who I am.
3: You're not. You're not even near to who you are. You're a shadow, Henry.
2: Well, it's not your job to change me.
3: Why not? I'm your wife. You're so resistant to change, Henry, to anything new. That's why we're not connecting. You won't try anything because you've got everything all figured out. And that's why you didn't get your partnership. What? I know how you can be. You decide how things are. You don't listen. You judge and you criticize, but you don't participate anymore. How could you possibly come up with any new ideas like that?
2: I decide how things are? When do I get a chance to have a new idea, for Christ's sake? You're the one who decides everything. You say you want me to change, but that would mean you'd have to listen to me, to actually pay attention to me instead of pushing me around like a piece of furniture. You wouldn't know what to do with yourself if I did try something new.
3: That's not true. That's what I want.
2: Like hell you do. You want me to do what you want me to do, and when things don't go the way you like them to, you get mad. Or, excuse me, sad.
3: Well, I'm not with you at the office, Henry. You lost that partnership all by yourself.
2: You don't know anything about it, Alice.
3: Yes, I do, Henry. I know you. Maybe I'm pushy and controlling, but you know what else I am, Henry? I am your best friend, and I am telling you the truth. You are so scared of life, you've forgotten how to live it.
2: And you're here to give me the directions. So what? So so I can become a controlling bitch just like you, Alice?
3: Okay, Henry. You know I'm right, and the bottom line is, if you're not willing to change, to try something new, to take a chance with us... Then I'm not going to do this anymore.
2: Fine. You got me all figured out. Throw away 25 years because you know it all. Fine. Well, here's a new idea. Go fuck yourself. Fine. Fine.
3: I'm taking a bath.
2: Fine.
3: Fine. Goddamn you, Henry. Henry.
2: God damn you, Alice. Why is it that the things you have no idea, absolutely no idea about, you feel perfectly justified to hold forth on? Like you have any idea what goes on for me at that office. I'd like you to try a day in my life.
3: What was I thinking? 25 years of this. People serve shorter prison sentences. I made a mistake. A terrible mistake I should have made right years ago. I don't need this anymore.
2: This is not what I signed up for, Alice. This is not part of the deal. Work is hard enough
3: marriage is a two-way street
2: marriage should be easier than this
3: a marriage takes work
2: marriage should be a refuge
3: communication
2: not a fucking oprah winfrey show
3: i'd be better off on my
2: own i've had it
3: enough is enough
2: time to fish or cut bait a
3: fresh start is what i need
2: she can have the house
3: he can have the house
2: set me up in an apartment a room somewhere i don't care i'll take the furniture just give me my recliner
3: Oh, he can have his recliner.
2: And my remote control.
3: And his TV.
2: Put my feet up with a newspaper.
3: No more newspapers to pick up.
2: An hour of the news, no interruptions.
3: Time for myself. Time to read a book. Time in the garden.
2: Let's see, a week minus hours spent arguing, being nagged at, cooperating, discussing our relationship. Hell, I could write a book. Maybe I'll take up golf. Golf.
0: Maybe I'll
3: get an apartment, fresh paint, everything in its place, where I left it, there when I need it. No more mismatched socks.
2: No more hair in the drain.
3: No more snoring.
2: No more flaxseed oil. No more red meat. No more Oprah. No more law and order. No more fucking Oprah. I'll read more.
3: Ah, I'll read the classics. I'll start a book club. I'll get together with a bunch of smart women. We'll read the classics together and we'll bring appetizers. sushi. Henry hates sushi. Perfect.
2: I'll show her. I'll take up a hobby. Forget golf. That's predictable. No, not a book
3: club. I could still meet someone.
2: I'll get a boat. I'll learn how to sail.
3: I'll lose some weight.
2: I'll do yoga. Get
3: flexible. Everyone's so flexible these days. Get my hair cut short, a manicure and a pedicure and wax my legs, a facial, a facelift? No. I'll meet someone who loves me for who I am. Sure, there'll be chemistry, a spark, a knowing. We'll know when we see each other the first time at at a friend's party. A friend who doesn't know Henry.
2: I'll get a cutter. A schooner.
3: Or at a Relative's. No, that's awkward. Oh, we'll bump into each other at the supermarket.
2: (gasps) Or maybe on a cruise. A sailboat. Take it out on the sea. Just me and the seagulls all alone.
3: A romantic cruise for singles. Older singles. No one under 40, but no one over 60 either. I'll be staring out at the ocean, and he'll offer me a glass of champagne. He'll ask me if I'm with someone. I'll demur. I'll say no. I'll take the champagne. And he'll say he likes the cut of my dress because he notices things like that. And we'll be comfortable in our silence, watching the sunset together. Ah.
2: Yeah, just me and the gulls. No people, no phones ringing.
3: The wind in my hair.
2: No, Rich with a cell phone going off like a fucking fanfare.
3: The moon in the sky. Like it's
2: God calling to say Jesus Christ has resigned, and he's the right-hand guy now.
3: His hand on my shoulder?
2: Nope. None of that out here.
3: His hand on my shoulder?
2: Maybe i will take Alice out on the boat sometime.
3: Oh, a divorcee on a cruise. What a cliché.
2: After all, we can still be friends.
3: Maybe I'll just say Henry's dead. He died in a tragic boating accident. It's been hard, but I'm strong. The children are grown well. Jason is only 13, but we planned well financially. Henry was very responsible. He looked after us, sometimes to the exclusion of his own needs, I think, maybe.
2: There are memories to talk about.
3: No, I won't talk about Henry. I'll retain an air of mystery.
2: You can't just close the door on 25 years.
3: 25 years is a long time.
2: But you can't live in the past.
3: It was a wonderful life.
2: You have to shut the door sometime.
3: and now I'm getting on with it.
2: I'm not dead yet.
3: There's a whole future ahead of us
2: me I mean. <sighs> 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 Okay. okay. I could try something. Oh, okay. Hello? Uh, This is 219. Yes. 219. No, no. The towels are fine. I'd like to order a bottle of champagne. Um, well, what do you have? Uh Uh-huh. Just give me a good bottle. How much is that? Jesus. How about a pretty good bottle? Okay. Yeah. And two glasses. Chilled. And... Wait. uh, Can you put a, a flower or something on the tray? A rose. Yes. A rose. (sighs) okay hi I was uh,
3: you were dancing
2: I, I was just fooling around
3: you're a naughty boy what? You've been a very bad boy. Get on the bed.
2: Alice, what? Where did you...
3: Get on the bed. Ah. You want to sit in a lazy boy recliner? Or do you want to feel some real leather against your skin?
1: Alice. We'll be right back. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Are you surprised?
2: Uh, I didn't expect this from you.
3: Exactly! Let's get physical! Physical? I can be wild, Henry.
2: Uh, Where did you get this stuff?
3: I have contacts, Henry. I'm not just a wife. I'm a sexual being, too.
2: A sexual being.
3: You don't think I'm sexy?
2: I just don't think of you in this way.
3: Well, maybe you should. There is more to me than meets the eye.
2: I can see that, Alice.
3: I am a woman, Henry.
2: I know that.
3: I am a woman. Mother, friend, wife, and real estate agent. But woman first.
2: I hear you, Helen Reddy.
3: So roll over, bitch.
2: You're not going to hit me with that thing, are you?
3: What? No, it's a prop. It's supposed to be sexy.
2: Oh, okay.
3: (laughs) We're going to get naughty now.
2: Naughty? Uh, Naughty.
3: (laughs) Yeah, um, do you want me to talk dirty to you?
2: Well, uh, no, not really. Do you know
3: how to talk dirty? Um, I'm going to come over there and lick. I'm going to take your, um... Wait till I...
2: I know. Uh, Try a metaphor. What? You know, like, you're going to come over here and peel my banana.
3: Oh, okay, good. Ah, Got it. I'm going to come over there and take your pumpkin, tomatoes, cucumber! Cucumber's good. (laughs) And mix it with yogurt. And we're going to make some tzatziki together.
2: Tzatziki? Don't you
3: want to play with my pita, Henry?
2: Sure, I... You got a little feta for me, big guy? I'm not sure this whole Greek thing is...
3: Yeah. Maybe I should just say dirty words.
2: Uh, Okay, if you want to.
3: Okay, um... Fuck. Fuck. (laughs) wrong, Henry. It's not you that I don't know anymore. It's me. Look at me. What am I doing? This isn't... What happened to me? Where did I go? I never used to care about how you chewed. I used to be happy. Remember how I used to be? How we used to be? Remember when we didn't care if we got enough sleep? Remember getting stoned?
2: Hot knives.
3: Tequila and gala kegs.
2: God, the hangovers.
3: An aspirin and a Bloody Mary.
2: Reading the paper Sunday morning, those weird slippers you wore?
3: Painted the house in them.
2: Four days
3: Right before Nikki was born.
2: Goodbye Sunday mornings.
3: In bed with us.
2: The three of us. Then four. Then,
3: then Jason. Jason. <laughs> Surprise!
2: Bulldozers.
3: Dump trucks.
2: Front end loaders.
3: And the trips we took.
2: When we were young. Remember young? Mexico. Oregon.
3: And Hawaii. Remember Hawaii? The picnics we had on the... On the beach. Tell me your fantasy, Henry.
2: She wears a green dress. The dress slips off her shoulder as she places the picnic on the blanket. I can see the outline of her breast as she reaches for a plate of...
3: Strawberries.
2: I kiss her, and we both taste like strawberries. I feel the warm sand in my toes as she lies beside me. In a moment, I turn to her, pulled... Because there is nothing else I could possibly do at this moment than take this girl, this woman, into my arms and make love to her. We are without words. I open my eyes. I see blue sky. Blue sky that goes on forever that will never end.
3: And the sound of waves.
2: The sound of waves.
3: And the smell of strawberries. Yes. Crushed into my dress. My green dress. Yes. I'm not that girl anymore.
2: When you're folding the laundry. What? The way you bend to reach into the hamper the way you give everything a quick shake the way your hair falls into your eyes your concentration the way you smooth each piece with your hands each piece it's sexy you're sexy
3: I fold the laundry a lot
2: (laughs) you do I'm not... What's wrong, Henry? Nothing. I... Is it me? It's not you.
3: It doesn't have to be fast, Henry.
2: It's not...
3: We can take it slow.
2: It's not sex.
3: What is it, Henry?
2: I just... I haven't felt like... Tell me. I haven't felt like me for a long time, Alice. How did it happen? When did I stop having new ideas and start having a conservative sensibility? <gasps> Henry! Ah, oh, they're goddamn plastic! What? The glasses are plastic! <laughs> Plastic!
3: (laughs) I miss you so much, Henry.
2: Me too, Alice. (laughs) It's a pretty good bottle.
3: Come make a toast to your old timeshare over here.
2: When you first visit a place you always wanted to visit, it's exciting new takes your breath away and then because it's so wonderful you visit it again and again and it isn't new anymore but you come to really know it and because you love it so much you come to live there do you know what you call a place that you love so much that you come to live there home You call it home, Alice.
3: Hail, Caesar.
2: Hail, Caesar.
1: That was the conclusion to Sexy Laundry by Michelle Rimmel. What a wonderful play that was. And I have to say it was also very emotional to record it. The two actors, Susan and Kevin played the roles back in 2005 and have a lot of history with this play and also with each other.
0: Yes, you can really tell that they know each other well and you feel their connection. And I love how this play is about so many things that come with spending a lot of time with a significant other. It's also about coming to terms with how you've changed over the years and accepting and embracing what comes with age. And that's not always an easy thing to do. We'll be back next with an interview with playwright Michelle Rimmel, and we'll talk about her hit show. And if you're looking for more couples comedies, you might want to check out The Charming Bed and Breakfast by Mark Crawford, available on Play Me wherever you get your podcasts.
1: And we'll be on the radio all summer playing some of our favorite plays. Tune in every Sunday at 9 p.m. and Wednesday at 11 p.m. on CBC Radio 1 and Sirius XM. Sexy Laundry was written by Michelle Rimmel. It featured Susan McFarlane and Kevin McNulty. Andrew McHilroy directed the original theatrical production.
0: Sexy Laundry was first produced by the Belfry Theatre in Victoria, B.C. and the Arts Club in Vancouver. This episode's sound design and edit are by Chris Tolley. Thanks for listening.
1: (laughs) We'd love to know what you think about Play Me. You can email us at playme@cbc.ca, And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at XPEC Theatre or Instagram at Play Me Podcast. Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley in partnership with CBC Podcasts. A special thanks to our CBC producers, Sarah Claydon, Cecil Fernandez and Tanya Springer.
0: The executive producer of CBC Podcasts is R.F. Norani. Our senior director is Leslie Merklinger.
1: Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Play Me is an Expect Theatre production. For more information about our plays, please visit playmepodcast.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.